Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. by God. He died young, but um, sort of a prophet, I guess you could say, in modern day. And the Lord really used him. And in a concert, he was a really gifted musician. And at one point in a concert, he stopped and he, and he said to the thousands of people who were there, you and I are going to give an account to God for this generation. Sobering thought, isn't it? As followers of Jesus, you have great responsibility to Him and the world around you. As Pastor Robert challenges us to ask ourselves, how are you conveying Christ to the people you come in contact with? Are you standing idly by, withholding the life-saving knowledge that you've been given, or are you actively spreading the love of Jesus? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Hebrews chapter 7 for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. We've been working our way through the New Testament here most recently in the, in the book of Hebrews. Last week, as we looked at the second part of chapter 6, we talked about some of the things which accompany salvation, the way he worded it in in Hebrews chapter 6, things which accompany salvation, like fellowship in the Lord Jesus and and not fellowship around the things of the world or the things of the flesh. And we talked about how a lot of times that's something that we don't even realize, that we're still trying to have fellowship with people around the the things of the world and the the things of of our humanity rather than around... The, um, our new identity in Christ and His Word and, you know, the Holy Spirit. We also talked about the promises of God that, um, again, there in chapter 6, it referred to the fact that the promises of God are immutable. In other words, they don't change. They're rock solid. But we also discussed the fact that they're not given to the complacent or the lazy or the disobedient. And, and, and we, you know, we looked at that a little bit. It's not that... that um, that God doesn't care about those who are lazy and complacent and disobedient. But the bottom line is he's made some promises to people who are actually trusting him and following him. If you're trusting him and following him, then you can count on those promises to be reliable and solid. But if you're, if you're not actually following him, well, then what you're going to find is that you're, you're not going to re- receive the promises. You're not going to walk in the blessing. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like trying to plug your hairdryer in, into a water faucet. It, does, it just doesn't work. Well, if you're trying to receive the promises from the Lord Jesus, promises from God, while in rebellion against Him, living contrary to what He's taught, well, it's just not, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work out at all. But if you'll trust Him, if you'll follow Him, if you'll, if you'll do your best to live in harmony with, with, um, with His plan and His purpose for your life, then 
you'll, you'll find those promises to be stable and solid and trustworthy. And, and, you know, as we went through this last week, God, we saw God do some amazing things in people's lives. And I'm excited to see what he wants to do here with, with you guys. We, we saw God move in a, in a really sweet way. So let's dig into it and read a little bit, and then we'll talk about it. Verse 1, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all, a tithe, first being translated king of righteousness, and then also king of Salem, meaning king of peace, without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, remains a priest continually. Now, Consider how great this man was, to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoils. And indeed, those who are the sons of Levi who received the priesthood have a commandment to receive tithes from the people according to the law, that is, from their brethren, though they have come from the loins of Abraham. But he whose genealogy is not derived from them received tithes from Abraham and blessed him who had the promises. Now, beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the better. Here, mortal men receive tithes, but there he receives them, of whom it is witnessed that he lives. Even Levi, who receives tithes, paid tithes through Abraham, so to speak, for he was still in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met him. Now, now give me your attention. I, you know, a few weeks ago when we studied chapter 5, we went into a little bit more um, detail about Melchizedek. And we talked about who he was. And, and the, the Bible keeps bringing him up here. The book of Hebrews brings him up over and over again. And I was thinking about how cool it's going to be someday to actually sit down and have a conversation with Melchizedek. You ever think about that? I mean, I, you know, maybe it's just me, but I look forward to meeting some of these people and actually talking to them about their experience and, and what happened. Now, some people teach that Melchizedek, we're, we're not going to be able to do that with him because he was actually a Christophany. And that's just a fancy word that basically means that God the Son came to earth in human form in the person of Melchizedek, just like we believe he did in the person of the angel of the Lord. When you see in the New Testament references to the angel of the Lord, not an angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord. We believe that was actually the Son of God visiting earth physically prior to the birth of Jesus. Do you understand? Jesus existed long before Jesus was born. Everybody tracking with me? Now, I don't believe that Melchizedek was a Christophany. I don't, I don't believe personally that Melchizedek was, was God the Son. I, I believe he was given to us sort of as a picture, if you will, a type. And, and one of the reasons that I believe that at this point, now, and, and, and I didn't always think this way, a lot of men who are smarter than me still think. I had one of them talk to me last night about it, you know, that I think he's a Christophany. I think this was... The Son of God coming to earth. Well, but th just the way this whole thing is worded, some of it to me, it just it, 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 it doesn't work. I, what I see here is that Melchizedek is a bit of a mystery. Like the Bible says, no mother, no father. There's no record of his beginning. There's no record of his end. Made like the Son of God. In other words, he, the, and it was pointed out to me last night, made doesn't mean created, doesn't mean made, that particular word. But, but it, it, whatever it means, it, it kind of tells us he was like the Son of God. That's different from being the Son of God. Everybody with me? That's why, you know, when it says he was a great man of God. Now, here's, here's the thing. When, when I look at this, and stay with me, I know some of you are like, whatever. 
Here's the thing. Here's the thing. What I see here is that before there was a people of God, before there was Israel, because you know that all started with Abraham. Abraham trusted God, he obeyed God, and, and, and so God promised he was going to bless him, make him a nation, reveal himself to those people. They became Israel, the Hebrews, descendants of Abraham. Before all of that, apparently there were people on the earth who represented God. And Melchizedek was great among them, according to God. Now that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to be happy if I show up and he just says, good job. Well done. About Melchizedek, he said, great man. God says, this was a great man. That's pretty cool, right? Everybody following what I'm saying? So I've just got two things for you, and I'm going to try to move quickly through them. The first one is we need to be like Melchizedek. Let's be like Mel. That's what I wrote down. Let's be like Mel. Because he says two things about Melchizedek in verse 3. One, he was made like the Son of God. Second, that he remains a priest continually. Melchizedek remains a priest continually. Well, but Robert, I'm not a priest. You're not a priest. In one sense, we are. In one sense, we are. Now, I'm not suggesting that you quit your day job or go buy robes or anything like that. Here's what I'm saying. Your heavenly father has you here to represent him in your world. You know, I love something. I remember years ago hearing back then it was a tape. It was probably eight track, but it was a tape from... uh, Keith Green, who was so used by God, he died young, but um, sort of a prophet, I guess you could say, in modern day, and the Lord really used him. And in a concert, he was a really gifted musician, and at one point in a concert, he stopped and he, and he said to the thousands of people who were there, you and I are going to give an account to God for this generation. Sobering thought, isn't it? You realize that's truth? That is absolutely true. You will one day stand before Jesus Christ and give an account for the people in your world. I don't know them. I'm not going to give an account for them. You understand? I'm going to give an account for you. I'm going to give an account for you. I'm very aware of that. It it rattles me from time to time. I, I lose sleep over it. Because I'm very aware that one day he's going to ask me about it. He's going to, we're going to have to have a conversation. And he loves you enough to die for you. And I'm going to have to face him about whether or not I was faithful to represent that to you. Are you part of a local church community? It's important to have a faith-based community around you as you continue to seek all that God has for your life. With more on that, here's Pastor Robert. Thanks, Chris. You know, if you're looking for a way to get closer to Jesus and you're in the Miami area, we've got a plan. We started something a few years ago that we we call it Intensive Christian Training, ICT for short. It's three phases, begins with just uh, dinner together um, in a group setting every Thursday night. You do that for about 10 or 11 weeks and just go through the basics. What is Christianity? But you're doing it around a meal with a group of people that you really connect with and and get to know. So if that sounds like something you might be interested in and you're in our Miami-Dade area, reach out to us, mainthingradio.com. 
Thanks, Pastor Robert. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today, but thanks for tuning in. Join us next time to continue studying God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.